Rockies 102.9. The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. This Bob and Brian On Demand is brought to you by Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew exhilarates and quenches with its one-of-a-kind great taste. Mountain Dew, this is how we do. Did we see yesterday's finish, speaking of the Raptors? Um, Is it an acceptable answer if I was watching another sporting event because it was getting late? That's sure. Uh, I was watching the Brewers and Cubs so last night. So I sent the final call to Rock, and we're going to play both of them. We're going to play the Toronto radio <laughs> call, and we're going to play the TNT call because oh. it was one of one of the best shots in, I guess you can't say NBA history because it didn't send them on to a f- championship, but it, it, it advanced them around, and the way that he hit it, and it just – bounced around on the rim oh it was remarkable would you call it earlier this morning brian oh it's just like a you know a movie ending show it was it really was like if this were teen wolf that's the shot michael j fox would have taken you know at the end of the game if they decided to go that way it wouldn't have been you know just silk it would have hop bang 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 around have you ever seen teen wolf a uh, mm. long time ago. It looks more like Team mm. Orangutan. Really? Actually. There was a. There's an article out there that breaks down the entire game of team, like his entire basketball game. Like has a box score. <laughs> I gotta find that article. From yeah. Teen Wolf. Yeah, from Teen Wolf. Okay. Uh, but let's. Uh, I was I, hoping you'd have the Philadelphia call. I know of this I, thing going through, I but could that's try okay. to find it. All, All right. right, so let's hear. Uh, right. I believe the first one's going to be the Toronto Raptors radio network. Oh, Raptors, here we go. go. They get it to Leonard. Drives right down to the baseline. Fall away for the win. Got it! Got him! And danced on the rim. It hit four rims and went down. Toronto wins 92-90. Raptors, here we go. They get it to Leonard. Drives Just hit again, right. just a loop. Oh, is, okay. Yeah, that, so that was uh, that was the Raptors radio network. I, I think I sent the Kevin Harlan, I'm not sure, uh, from TNT. Uh, no, Rock doesn't have the Kevin okay. Harlan one. That was pretty good. Nothing too crazy. I, I just, I mean, the fact, what Kevin Harlan did so well was after he called it, he just didn't talk, kind of like Jim Nance at uh, at the Masters. You just let the crowd do the talking for you. That on seems, the radio, you can't really. That do seems that. to be standard issue on on TV. You're right, where you just go, well, nothing to say, just soak it in for a minute. But the fact that it danced around on the rim like that was just ridiculous. Well, I saw it so many times this morning when I came in. I just I watched everybody's re. I was watching different people's reactions every time I would, I would see it. And Kawhi Leonard's as as good as anybody's. He's down into a squatting position. Right. He had that much time to like come on, come on, and then it goes. So. And him after the game, he gets interviewed. <laughs> he is he is an emotionless dude, and uh, his interview was was as expected. It was pretty like mundane, like. Eh. You know, trust my teammates, move on to the next round type of stuff. It wasn't, I mean, that was, and I said, I, I think the Bucks would have preferred to play the Sixers because I feel like the Sixers could have had a Celtics moment where they would just quit. 
they have their starting lineup is more talented than the Raptors, but they also just have no toughness. To Heart. Them. Yeah. Even though Joel Embiid cried after the game. Cried his eyes out. Yeah. I was like, dude, get it together. How can you how can you go to how can you just fall apart like that that quickly? What would you say when your uh, your daughter was a big volleyball player, right? So I'm sure she had some tough losses. Mm-hmm. What did you say to her when she would be crying? Chin up. Be I, better. They, I, they never cried. They just for like never I, ever I, once. I don't volleybots. I'm trying to think. Yeah, no, there was there what, was Kawhi one, Leonard? but the, it wasn't a high school game. She play, she's played in in Europe <laughs> in something, and they lost to they was going for the championship, and they lost, and it was. The only time I ever heard a cry over a loss. Mm. So that was, that's about it. What you got, Rock? Yeah, but you used to uh, you used to tell your team you wanted to make the other team cry when you were coaching. Well, when I was coaching, that was in grade school. <laughs> I would tell them, girls, we're not finished until they're all in tears here. Let's get this done. Yeah, that's some great <laughs> yeah. coaching. I also there. used to tell them, you know, okay, we will play in their blood by the time this is over with. You know, No mercy. Kind of psycho coach, yeah. Right, I would tell them, I don't want to win. I want to win by 10. All right? Oh yeah, I was I was a psycho coach. All right, that's you, all right. You got Embiid crying there. There he is. That is a crying face. No, I have an interview with Kawhi Leonard. Oh, that's Kawhi. Okay. No. You are a man of few words, and you show the, uh, little emotion. But how did that shot make you feel? I felt great. Uh, I was just telling them we work on that every day. We're just driving baseline. I said if I missed I missed the last one short, so I just wanted to put it up in the air. And uh, got the shooter's bounce. He's sort of smiling. Yeah, he's he's not unhappy. He's he's no. pleased with himself. He's not he just, grinning. He just, he's just he just kinda... set his team on to you know the Eastern Conference Finals for the first time in 19 years. He just had a moment that every kid who ever played basketball dreams of. Yeah, you know the the shot Three, at the buzzer, two, one. game seven. Boy, in this winter day, go home day winter. and age of uh, bat flipping and uh, and uh, you know. Uh, Touchdown dances. Touchdown dances and signaling, you know, <laughs> when you dance all over when you get the first first down of the game and it's the fourth quarter. Uh, I'm, I'm glad he acts like he's been there. He's really, uh, he's even they more They play mellow. a game for a living. Yeah. I, I have no, so with bat flips, if it's a home run in the second inning of an April game, yeah. <laughs> Act like you've been there before. But if I win the World Series, I'll throw that bat seven rows deep. I don't care. I'm I'm doing cartwheels like a Joe the Carter walk off home yeah. run. In uh, that was also Toronto. Joe yep. Carter, the first yep. walk off yeah, homer to end a World Series. This isn't a championship. He's, no, uh, that's right. It's still, he's saving it. It's still he's saving it. Pretty big. I, we've seen him win a championship before. It didn't yeah. get much better than that. Yeah. He's we, even, we've seen he's he was NBA Finals MVP. He wasn't. Uh, Swimming in champagne, which is fine. That's who he is. He's even more mellow in the uh, post game press conference. Oh, when yeah, he's this the, is right on the that's floor. That was on the court. I saw that one after. live. Yeah, what had happened? Here he is uh, in the post game press. Okay, all right. Um, we ran a similar play during the Magic series, and um, I ended up just shoot catching, shooting the ball. Pause and, it for um, just a second. He has just turned. The, the Toronto Raptors' greatest basketball moment into just, it's boring now. It sounds like they lost. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. go ahead, Rock. It's probably about like three seconds. So I just remember that moment, and 
knowing that I had time to at least punt fake or take a dribble. So, um, you know, he drew up the play again tonight. And uh, it was four seconds left. And I believe that, um, you know, like I said, remembering that moment, I knew I had some time to try to get some space rather than just catch and shoot the ball. But um, I ended up catching it and just trying to get to a space so I'll get the shot off, like you said, and B was guarding me. I'm impressed that he can remember all of this, you know, that his mind can slow it down under a situation like this where he remembers everything that happened, what he thought, I can get a dribble in, you know, I can get a look. This all happened in four seconds. Yeah, that's what I mean. We should have played a game. Now, you guys, when you guys knew what the outcome was, we should have said, okay, here's the final score, 92 to 90. This guy was involved in the final play of the game. Did his team win or lose? <laughs> yeah. And I think majority of people will say, oh, yeah, they lost. Good effort, though. Yeah, he must have missed that shot. No, he mm-hmm. made it. They nope, won. Yeah. He nailed it. It and bounced off the rim four times and was one of the most thrilling buzzer beaters. You know what this seen. reminds me of? He said we practiced this. This reminds me of uh, Joe Montana to Dwight Clark. They said they practiced that. You know, that play all season, you know, throwing the ball high like that to, to Dwight Clark when they beat the Cowboys, the catch. Yeah, they did a good job of, I mean, he knew exactly where he wanted to go. He got the inbounds and raced to the corner from around the three-point arc and did a fadeaway because he had, yeah, like he said, he had Embiid right there and uh, was able to get it up high enough. It was it was a remarkable play. I'm always surprised when a team has like a half-court shot that they put in. You know, yeah, we put that in to win. And they go, yeah, well, we practice that. And I think you guys practice half-court shots. We got yelled at for that in high school. What are you guys doing? <laughs> Just throwing it from half-court. Work on something that's going to happen in a game. Well, yeah. there's half-court shots, coach. Yeah. So I used to start every practice. Half-court? Yeah. <laughs> My senior year when I was just kind of – I was like, ah, I play about four minutes a game. So I would take the entire rack of balls and I would just throw up half-court shots before <laughs> practice started. <laughs> Murray, <laughs> quit screwing around. Right. It wasn't yeah. during practice. It was just before practice. Yeah. One of the managers loved it. He was like a freshman. He used to feed me the balls. I was like, all right, half-court shot time. And I would just shoot half-court shots. <laughs> Were you shooting or heaving them? It wasn't a jumper, not from yeah, half-court. It was like a slight, slight heave. Okay. <laughs> That's how you start to practice every day. Yeah. You hear That's the ball you... out there. Boom, 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 boom. Got to warm it up. Boom, 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 boom. Aren't you supposed to start with short throws? No, nah, that's uh, it's overrated. You got to go reverse. You got to work yourself in. Got to warm up the arm. Were you hitting people like with the you know the balls flying off the rim and people are ducking and running out of the way? No, I mean nowadays half court shots. It's really not that you know. I mean, if you get a good shooter out there, which I wasn't. If you got a good shooter out there, you probably make twenty five percent of them, twenty percent of them. And it's not like him standing out there throwing it like a football, just a light little toss. And I think the last one I always did NBA jam style, which was underhand. <laughs> I took a- things very seriously <laughs> towards the end of my college career. I just got to that point where I was like, eh, I know what I am. I'm I'm a five to ten minute a game guy. Half court chucking MRFer. That's what I am. It wasn't disrupting practice. It was just getting out there. Loosening it up. Were you clapping for the ball all the time when you were scrimmaging? Hey, I'm open. Right here. Come on. Nah. I'm open. <laughs> Our coach did stop practice when I think it was my senior year. Because I uh, 
you know, no guard wants to give it to the big man because they think they'll never get it back. Our coach stopped practice and was like, Tim is doesn't want to score. He will pass it to you. He is the best passer in the conference. Get him the ball. That's well, true. I never looked to score. Once I got the ball inside, I just wanted people because so many guards try to to dig down on uh, on the post, especially you know, not that long ago. But it, I mean, when it used to be a true four out, one in type of basketball style, where you'd have a guy posting up and then you'd you know move around the arc and you try to well, start the offense going inside and then work it out. So I would just kind of wait until the guard cut, collapse and just look for a guard to move around the perimeter and you hit him for a three. That was always more satisfying than me missing a hook shot. <laughs> <laughs> or getting fouled and... You know, yeah, or me getting fouled and <laughs> missing free throws. I'd rather make someone else miss. No. <laughs> Hey, let's get back to the matter at hand here. How are we going to beat, and when I say we, the Milwaukee Bucks going to beat these pesky Toronto Raptors? They look pretty good. Yeah, they're good. I mean, um, the Bucks are a pretty significant favorite in this series uh, just because the, Bu- uh, the Raptors really just have no depth. And I think the way the Bucks have been rolling with, their ability to go deep, and then when Giannis is off the floor, they even get better. Look, Kawhi Leonard is going to be a handful to cover. Sure. And having Malcolm Brogdon back is is obviously ideal. Uh, that'll be an interesting decision. But he is playing right now on another level. But you could argue that Giannis is too. But the surrounding parts for Kawhi, the majority of the, six, uh, the Sixers series, did not emerge. There were a couple games where Pascal Siakam was pretty good. But other than that, um, and you've got Kyle Lowry, who uh, always shrinks in big moments. Um, so I, I don't know what their plan's going to be on on Giannis. I mean, Marcus All certainly can't guard Giannis. Maybe they'll throw Kawhi on him for a little bit, but he can't guard him the entire time. So that's going to be guard him by committee, maybe. Maybe um, you know Serge Ibaka. Serge Boston's thing was to collapse on him, it seemed like. They they're going to put three bodies around him, and somebody else was going to have to score, right? Wasn't that pretty much what we saw, three, four guys? Yep. And and the Bucks took advantage of that. Yeah. And that's the thing. If, if, if Giannis was on the Raptors roster right now, I think it would be, you know, he would be great. And what would his surrounding pieces do? If, if it's status quo from last series – I love the Bucks' chances because the bench played so well, but we have seen teams get carried by superstars before. So, I mean, that's what Kawhi Leonard is right now. But, I mean, I I love I love the Bucks' chances just because the depth has continued to be so impressive. I uh I had somebody ask me at brunch early yesterday, who mm-hmm. who would you rather get? Eggs Benedict? No, scrambled eggs. Scrambled eggs? Well, I know there are other things, but no, that was my egg part of my. My brunch. You can make that yourself. <laughs> I don't, though. But I don't. <laughs> Why don't I make it, Brian? Am I unable to make it? I don't know. No, the standard answer is lazy. That's why I don't make scrambled eggs. Plus, I don't particularly care for them that much. But anyway. All right. The question was asked, who would who would you rather face, the Raptors or the 76ers? And I thought about it, and I said, I, I don't care. Because I think we're better than both of them. I said, here's the here's the here's the deal. We need to get used to this. 
we have the best basketball team in basketball right now. They won by double digits this year at a historic pace, up there with the Bulls and other great teams. We beat teams in the playoffs like we beat teams all season long by double digits. They just do this. They're like a machine almost. I think we just have to kind of get our head around, we're the best team. It's that simple. And it's hard to beat the best team. you got to get lucky to beat the best team. So I don't care who we play. I feel like we're better than them. If Durant is back healthy, not to put the cart before the horse, but if Durant is back healthy, that's going to be one hell of an NBA Finals. Because they've been there before. They've won it before. And I would be curious to see what Vegas would do with that series. Because the more the Bucks keep winning like they do, the more Vegas is thinking, this team's going to win the championship. So that's it's interesting to look at it that way. Yeah. I just we I think we have this inferiority complex like well we're we're not that good. We're kind of new at this. No. Well, and, we're and not good. To say, we're not really to say good. that the Bucks popped up overnight, but they hadn't made it out of the first round and then they win 60 games and you're like, "Yeah, this team is this team's legit. <laughs> you kind of have to worry about this team." Yeah. So, that's that's where I am. I don't care who we play. It may go 6-7 games, but I I just feel like we'll beat whoever comes along. I agree. So I think it's. I think the more and more walking into the playoffs, I thought the Raptors would would win the Eastern, the East. And after watching the two teams play two series, the Bucks are absolutely the superior team. All right, good. So I'm not I'm not too close no. to this and being too big no, a fan. No, no. I just thought about it. I thought we are that good. I've been beyond impressed by the way the the role players have stepped up in this postseason because. I thought the role players, to an extent, were a little overrated. The stars need a shine, but the star is shining, what? and the other pieces are playing remarkably well, too. What about Planet Pat? What? <laughs> That's right. I need my shirt. I need my shirt to show up. You need it by Wednesday. You get it here. By the way, John Beeline left Michigan in a stunner. He's going to be the next Cleveland Cavaliers coach. He has never been an assistant coach, and that fell on deaf ears. Well, He's yeah, a basketball that's, coach. Yeah, it, it, especially in these parts where we're starting the Eastern Conference Finals on Wednesday night. It's like, yeah, okay, we'll talk about that. Cool. In the good, good for that bad basketball team. <laughs> right. Focus on the team who's got sixty wins. <laughs> right. All right, Tim, we gotta go. All right, boys. Talk to you tomorrow.